Well, welcome to the As One Leadership Podcast. My name is Luke Williams. I'm the lead pastor of Follow Baptist Church. And at the moment, we're in the middle of a mini-series. We're up to part four, and it's called Arts and Mission. And so if you're into arts and mission, this is a great podcast for you. And we've got our special guest back again, Clinton Plowman. Welcome back, Clinton. Welcome to you too. And it's been great to uh, be in this series so far. Yeah, really enjoying it. And I think it's really good for people to think creatively and how do we use those God-given gifts to Mm -hmm. actually serve him, to represent him, to bring yeah, glory sure. to him. And I think there's been some really helpful stuff that we've learned so far. And so the name of this episode is Creativity mm-hmm. in Cultivating Relationship with God. Yeah. So I think we often think of creativity as the things we do. Yeah. Um, but I think the creativeness God has created us with yeah. can help us in our faith journey yeah. as well. Yeah. And so the first question for you today is how does creativity and your relationship with God intersect? And in what way is creativity a gift that can yeah. also not only be used expressively, but can also be employed as an act of personal worship? I think primarily you see your gifts or your talents as a gift from God. Mm. So God's given me these gifts, whether it's to be a mechanical engineer or um, a housewife or um, anything like any any occupation, any kind of position that you find yourself in, um, you have a definite you know, skill set that's mm-hmm. been given to you by God and that you should honor those gifts and do your best to um, use those gifts in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's primarily what I see. You've got, you've got a purpose. God's given you those gifts as a per- for a purpose and that you should use those things to glorify him. And that could be just being the best you can be at that job. Mm-hmm. At, um, using those skills and gifts the best way possible will honor God primarily. Mm. And um, and then you could find ways to, um, whether it's through your faith community, um, to use those gifts um, directly to um, enhance the church and enhance uh, the community and show people God's love. Mm. So you mean to say that worship isn't just four songs in a church service on a weekend? Is that what you're saying? Yes, actually I am. <laughs> my mind just blew. I think that's true, isn't it? Like yeah. every part of our lives is yeah. an act of worship. We're a yeah. living sacrifice. Yeah. And so all the gifts God's given us, all the opportunities given us, we've got an opportunity to use yeah. those to serve him. And yeah, for sure. it's a beautiful way to see worship. Yeah. Um, so yeah. music is one expression of worship, yeah. as is art. And Which we can all enjoy. We, we in you know enjoy together. Yep. Um, and then the you know, other ways is visual, performing, you know, watching and, and being inspired and, and growing in your faith because you've seen something that somebody's done and you're encouraged by that and, or, or that they've showed you something in a different light that you may never have seen because they've showed you that in a, in a painting or, or a beautiful, beautiful piece of architecture. Mm. You're like, wow, that's amazing. And, and you're like, wow, God's inspired that person to be so creative and so mathematical and so, you know. To, to create that and make it work. Yeah, or in the way they parent or in the yeah. way they yeah. love their neighbours or yeah. in the way they do anything they do. Mm-hmm. Coach someone's lawn. Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think it's a real opportunity to, to worship God yeah. with our creativity every day. Well, that's, I mean, if we're going to talk about Pakenham, I cannot tell you the amount of times I've seen on like Pakenham Notice Board or on Facebook posts the um, pay it forward happening in Pakenham. Mm. You see it almost daily, I reckon, yep. where someone's paid for somebody's coffee 
mm. at McDonald's or they've paid for somebody's meal at KFC. Yep. It's happening. It's, it's like it's crazy how it's happening in, in Pakenham. And that's, I think that's beautiful. I don't know who, I, I've had it happen to me. Somebody paid for me and, and I want to be able to do that for other people. Mm. But uh, I feel God's love in that. And they might not even be Christians, but their act of kindness and act of um, just sacrifice in that simple way is just blesses people. It becomes contagious, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like yep. you see it all the time. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So we've been talking a lot about creativity. Mm-hmm. When we use creativity, in what ways are we being godlike? Well, you're co-creators with God mm. in a sense. He created us. He created everything around us. Um if you're a Christian and you're living in in step with God and in you know um, communication with Him, then um, from the heart the mouth speaks, from the heart the paintbrush or the hand paints the painting, mm. um, or you know from the heart the mind conceives ideas that will grow and and give glory to God. Mm. So. If you're in lockstep with God in a personal way, in your personal life daily, then everything should flow from there. Mm. So I guess the only difference between God and us is that God can create something from nothing. Yeah. yeah. God's pro- <laughs> provided for us a whole yeah. bunch of stuff to create something mm-hmm. from. So I think that's um, really exciting to think. You know, even when you think about medications that have been developed, yeah. you know, God's given us the means within creation to develop that stuff. Yeah. And then we take what he's given us, develop mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know, with all the science and everything to yeah. provide a medication for someone. And I think it's a beautiful way of seeing yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and creativity, yep. doctors, yep. Um, researchers, developers mm-hmm. of medication can yep. be very creative. And Yeah, thinking yeah. outside the square and, and thinking of different ways to do things that because it's always been done that way doesn't mean you have to always do it that way. Mm. And just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yep. Um, pushing the boundaries and that's what of, often um, culture and the arts does is push the boundaries often not the best way but if we're in faith and we push the boundaries of our culture then it's only going to enhance Mm. um, the kingdom of god yeah so do you feel like a real connection with god when you're in your creative zone do you feel like i'm connecting with god as i'm doing this art is very therapeutic Mm. um i don't like to listen to a lot of music i don't like a lot of distractions i like to just be focused and um, a lot of inspiration comes during my devotions. Mm. I'm out walking, praying, thinking, just ideas start coming, uh, a picture, um, a scripture or something. So I've got a journal. I've got several journals. I've got one that's more like an art journal and one's more just writing journal. Mm. And, um, yeah, when an idea comes, I'll get my journal out, I'll sketch it out. Um, the other day it was a post um, of a scripture and I just um, I sketched it out in like a street art style. And as I'm doing it, you know, it is well, was the words that I was mm. sketching out. Mm. I'm meditating on it. Yeah. I'm sketching it. I'm, I'm penciling it. Then I'm inking it and coloring it. And I'm just thinking about those words and, and what it means and, and the backstory and then the full lyrics and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's quite therapeutic and connecting with God as I'm doing it. And I find as you uh, have an idea like that, it's not just when you're doing the art, but when you're walking down the street and you're meditating on that, like God will drop other things in yeah, your mind as sure. well. And 
I really love the journal idea. Like yeah. I think um, a lot of the times we can have these inspirations, but we don't write it down. <laughs> no. So for me, I have this strange thing happening where God often wakes me up in the middle of the yeah. night, and particularly when I'm preparing a sermon, yeah. and will just give me this instant download, and I'll yeah. have like the, the layout of a sermon or the yeah. key illustration or idea or verse. And when it first used to happen, I'd go, oh, okay, cool, that's great. I'll write that down in the morning because I'm in the middle of the night. <laughs> And two things happen. I yeah. can't get back to sleep because yeah. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And secondly, I wake up in the morning, I can't remember a thing. Yeah. And so what I've learned to do is I don't do a journal because I don't want to turn the light on and wake my wife up. So I've got a got my phone. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just send myself a text message with yeah. the dot points yeah. or I've got some notes, like a notes app on yeah. my phone. So I just write it in the notes there. Yeah. And it's really good to pick it up the next day and go, oh, yeah, that's what God was saying. Yeah. So Yeah, that happens to me all the time too. Um, just a, a concept or if I'm just walking around and – or I'm just stopped and I'm thinking for a bit and then this idea will pop into my head or I'm praying about something and there's ideas would come into my head. There's one time when I was in use of the mission in, in Northern California, um, this whole concept of um, fire was burning and things were terrible, but out of the fire a hand came and it was reaching out and it had like a little baby in a fetal position mm. and it was holding it up out of the fire yeah. and I was like oh that's cool so I sketched it out I made it into little prints to show people and um, it really encouraged people mm. um, a lot of people bought those prints just to have um, and, they, and one guy even had it tattooed on his arm as a bit of a sleeve for his for his forearm yeah and I was like oh that's pretty cool now I've had my designs as a tattoo yeah but then awesome. 10 years later somebody that had seen that previously Wanted me to wanted to know if they could if I could send them a print, so that they could their daughter was really sick in the hospital and they wanted that print to be above the hospital bed um, for their daughter as a as a you know as a statement, and um, she got better and and it was really encouraging for me to think that something that just the concept came ahead really blessed people. Yeah, so that's one I guess one of those God moments where your art has been used to communicate yeah. truth that's really impacts someone's yeah. life personally. Yeah. Can you think of any other examples of that? Um, there's been little things here and there. Um, that was probably one of the bigger ones that I can think of. But, um, yeah, there's just um, an idea. Like I, was, I used to do a lot more um, live painting in churches mm. and just different concepts would come to me. Um, I tend to just walk up to the canvas at the beginning of the service, a blank canvas, and just say, God, what do you want to do here? Please help. <laughs> Show me something. Um, <laughs> He's got to come through, right? <laughs> yeah. But it'll be an idea and then a scripture will follow or it'll be a scripture and then imagery would follow. Um, and I'll quickly get on Google and get some, find some reference photos to, to sketch out. But, um, yeah, some of those things were just like uh, amazed at what people would come up to me and say, afterwards that that really blessed them that was really spoke to what they were doing at the moment or things that were going on mm. yeah like we said in the last ep one of the other episodes that you know there's a lot of visual learners that often yeah. we miss every week at church yeah. but when we engage some of those things yeah things come alive truth yeah. comes alive for yeah. them through paintings and graphics and yeah, all sorts sure. of stuff and photos that sort of thing so it's really good so we're talking about cultivating faith through our yeah. creativity can you think, what's the most creative thing you've seen a church do that's drawn people in creatively? Um, yeah, when I was living in Northern California, um, my second favorite city in the world is San Francisco. Mm. Um, they say it's a lot like Melbourne, is that <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, culture, the restaurants, the theaters, you know, all that kind of stuff is, yeah. is a very creative city. Okay. Um, the vineyard church there at the time, 
um, had a very active um, arts community. Mm-hmm. They would do arts festivals. They would have um, regular um, sculptures and paintings everywhere and, and exhibitions and um, different people coming and speaking about the arts and, and classes and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I think that was part of their calling mm. being in that city yep. um, was to, you know, be a, a strong voice to the arts. Um, but, yeah, they were thriving. Mm, okay, so yeah, it engages a, a group of people that largely the church won't impact yeah. because they're just so different. They've got a different yeah. worldview, but by using that gift mm-hmm. of art and creativity, yeah. you engage with those people. Yeah, and sure. It's really important, isn't it, as Christians, yeah. that we find people in those spaces. Yeah, 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 because that's a whole different world that um, a lot of people just um, are lost in, and uh, they just need some encouragement to see that there is a different point of view. There is um, people that God's not just um, their messed up ideas of what he is mm. and um, that he, you know, a genuine person that is loving and, and kind and engaging mm. um, can speak volumes to them. Yeah, I just love those sort of ideas that you think about someone, you know, a group of people like the God Squad, for example, yep. that have a real heart for bikies and so yep. they find themselves sitting with bikie gangs and yep. building relationship and at times doing funerals and weddings and sharing the gospel and they're a group of people that most people in the world go, they stay right away, but yeah. they've been given a passion to, yeah. and, a, and a gift to ride bikes or whatever, a love for bikes, and so they find themselves in a place yeah. where most Christians would, would not dare to venture. And I think it's the same with the arts, to, to yeah. find yourself in those spaces is they're precious people created in the image right. of God right. that need Christ. And, yeah. and so if we don't find ourselves in their spaces, yeah. the opportunities to reach them will be very limited. So. That's really good. So what are the, some of the ways that you found personally or that you can think of that we can engage our creativity to go deeper with God? Yeah. Um, like I said before, I keep journals. Mm. Um, I've dabbled in uh, a bit of poetry. Mm. Um, I've had concepts come to me um, with the written word, so I've kind of scrambled them down. I'm, I'm not very good, but it was it's fun to to, you know, play with that as well. But I have a, um, a more of a sketching journal mm. um, where ideas and concepts will come um, when I'm just out and walking around or something like that or I sit down or I've, I've seen a scripture and it, or something said something that really inspires me. Mm. Um, I'll sketch them out just really quickly. Um, some I'll go back to, some I'll, you know, leave as is, but um, it's really a part of who I am mm. and how I might not write it all out, but I'll sketch it out, an mm. idea. And, and um, there's been quite a few of those over the years. And, um, yeah, it's a way that I feel like I can connect and, um, yeah, seeing God for who he is and different concepts that, that come through um, an image mm. that, that just pops into my head. Yeah, I think you touched on a couple of those things that I know even at Follow that people got someone who loves spoken words, so mm-hmm. she will use that as a vehicle of expressing worship and yeah. connecting with God. I know some other people that do love poetry, so yeah. just writing you know specific words down. Yeah. Um, I remember one time there was a passage of scripture I was trying to think through, and I thought I'm going to draw out because it was very symbolic. So yeah. I drew out some of the symbols, and yeah. just looking on a page, it just came alive in yeah. a way that didn't just by reading it, because yeah. you got to really focus in on each detail and yeah. go, oh, well, what does yeah. that mean? What yeah, does that mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think creativity can be used to, yeah. to connect with God and to go deeper in some ways. Um, creation's a big part of that. So <laughs> um, I personally love being out in nature, but yeah. how does God's creation help inspire you creatively? Um, 
yeah, I think just being out there. Um, I, I've always loved the concept of the walkabout. Yeah. Um, you know, indigenous cultures, they just have seem to have this time when they just need to go and have a walkabout, mm. whether that's to cleanse themselves or to just have a brain dump or, you know, or just reconnect. Mm. Shut out um, the noise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't take music with me. I'll, I'll have my phone cause I like taking photos as well. Yep. Um, and that's always, you know, one little outlet. Um, or if I want to scramble something, some notes down or something like that. Or, and, and the Bible's on there too. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I love getting out there. Um, in Northern California, I like just love, we were in the mountains. So we, I used to be able to just walk yeah, and walk and walk and discover all kinds of crazy animals that I'd bump into. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah, just getting out there and just clearing your mind and, and um, is always a good thing for me. Mm. I find it really helpful getting into creation and um, just recently I've got back into a lot more silence and solitude. So um, there's a little lake where I live at Lakeside and and I leave my phone at home because I find if I don't, you know, beep, beep, and Mm -hmm. two minutes in you're looking at your emails or whatever. So I just leave it at home, go over, short walk over this little lake and just sit there at the lake. And, you know, it's a beautiful lake, there's trees, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got people walking past and stuff like that. But just recently there's been some swans there and they've had little baby swans, which I think are goslings or swanlets or something, I don't know. Something like that. Ugly ducklings. Ugly ducklings, yeah. And it's been really fascinating just to watch them on the water. And and over time, as the little ones grow, you sort of watch the parents at first and they're very protective and they sort of come over and hiss at you when you come close. And (laughs) and then the babies are really close and and they start to model to the little baby swans how to to duck down for food and they're feeding them at first. And over the weeks, months, you watch them grow and develop and then parents are a little bit further away and little swans are getting bigger and they're diving for themselves. And I just learned a lot about, you know, God and discipleship and they disciple the young ones really well. And I think we can take a leaf from, from their book. So getting out in, um, nature really sparked that creativity to think about things in a different way. So yes, my, my go-to place is Mount Cannibal. Mm. I love doing that walk. With my water, (laughs) with my daughter, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love it up there. Um, it was, I've done a lot of photos of there. I've done photos with local councillors up there. Um, and then the fires came through, mm. burnt that whole place to the ground pretty yeah. much. And now when you go back, it's totally overgrown. Like everything's just back to life. And it's just like there might be times in your life where just disaster hits. Yeah, Everything's wiped out, but there is lush greenness mm. and a bountiful of, of life you know, there's you. You know, you're worried about like the um, the mini irises and the orchids on Mount Cannibal. They're worried, oh, they're going to be all burnt out. They're not going to come back. Mm. You go back now, and they're just everywhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a beautiful speak. picture of regeneration, yeah. isn't it? And what God can do in our restoration. Lives. It starts with a few little green shoots, and yeah. then before you know it, it's developing again. Yeah. And all those trees you thought were dead and gone. Yep all sprung back to life again. Yeah, so I think that sort of stuff in creation can really spark that creativity, mm-hmm. not just in the way you think about it, but then the art you can develop as a result yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. So pretty powerful and God's the ultimate creator, yeah. right? So, so much we can learn from Well, and it speaks to everybody because I did, when right after the fires, there were little shoots coming out. Mm. I love just going out and trying to capture those and they actually used one of those on the front of the um, Cardinia 
Connect magazine. Yeah, awesome. The black tree with these little beautiful little bright green shoots coming out and it, 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 that speaks to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So as an artist and a creative person, um, what regular rhythms or practices do you personally do to continue to develop your intimacy with God? Um, like we are talking about before, um, holding that gift precious, yep. developing that gift um, and incorporating it, I, th- I think would be the way to say it. Um, it is me. It is a part of me. It is all of me. Um, So in my devotions, it's a part of me. In my worship, it's a part of me. I can't stop moving, (laughs) you know. Um, It's just, just it should be part of everything that you are. Yeah. Um, And that can be the same as, you know, many different areas. But for me, it's, it's a part of my devotions as there's as much writing as there is illustrations, mm. there's, um, you know, it's a part of just, you know, like you're saying, being out in nature and enjoying nature and being inspired by nature, being inspired by God's creation, um, and the natural speaking of the spiritual and, and just all the, the concepts and things that are just coming. We could have talked for hours about um, what happened to Mount Cannibal mm. um, and then the, what, that, what that speaks about the spiritual. Yeah. Um, so sure. that's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we go and do a retreat each year at Marysville. Mm-hmm. And obviously a few years ago that whole place wow, was yeah. burnt to the ground in about 13 minutes, the whole town. And this um, property we go to is all log cabins uh-huh. and then this beautiful gardens and yeah. the whole thing got wiped out. But um, Colin, who runs it, is he's a real green thumb yeah. and, and he's redeveloped it all. And now when you look at it, yeah. it's like the Garden of Eden. Yeah. And you would never even know yeah. other than some big trees where you can still see the burn on yeah. them that there was a fire there. Yeah. And for me, it's just like whenever you think there's no hope and it's yeah. all over, God can come through in miraculous yeah. ways and produce something even stronger and better and lusher. It's like, yeah, before. you need the, the dross mm. needed to be burnt away yeah. in order for the new stuff to come through. Yeah. That's a vision I had one time of... Um, like when you see up in Bright when they're, they're logging all the, the pine fields, mm. you know, they, they just wipe it all down. I just had this vision of, of all these trees being chopped down. And it was God saying, you're in, a new, you're in a new direction, a new life. I'm chopping everything down that you had before mm. and, I'm only gonna, and it's up to you to only let grow what, what I want to grow in your life. Yeah. I think it's an encouraging metaphor coming out of COVID as well because mm. I think the last couple of years a lot of people think that their whole lives have been burnt to the ground in yeah. a lot of ways. But in, in some ways, God's clearing the deck mm-hmm. to actually rebuild something new. Yeah. And with that comes opportunity. And um, I think we'll look back and get yeah. testimonies of what God's done yeah. in this season, which is exciting to think about. I was often joking like, oh, God, just stop the world for a minute so I can catch up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Why did I pray that prayer? <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> So for you as an artist, what role can prayer, scripture, and the Holy Spirit play in creativity? For me, it's kind of everything. Um, like I was saying before, when I, when I get inspired, it's a word, but then often follows a scripture, or it's a scripture that comes, whether it's just the, the, um, the book and the verse, and then I look it up and it's like oh, something that you know I need to unpack. Um, or it's an image that I get in my head that will speak to something that I'm going through or something that a, 
I want to, you know, develop. So it's sketching it out and then writing notes and, mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so it's, it's a part of, you know, everything really. Yeah. Um, because that's also what you check it by as well. Mm. You know, checks and balances. And if it doesn't align with the word of God in scripture, then yep. you've got a problem. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so... Yeah, no, I think I, I love it when scripture and creativity come together and, mm. and the same with prayer. So we've got a prophetic yep. prayer group at church and I just love as they're praying that God will give them an image yep. to communicate a truth of scripture yep. that they'll just speak to someone at that yep. moment. And I just love how, you know, the Holy Spirit works and all yep. that and he, you know, he inspires us, yep. he reveals stuff to us. But you've got to think like Jesus was a great storyteller with all mm -hmm. the parables. Absolutely. Um, because it spoke to people where they were at at yep. the time and, and they could understand the concepts these great theological concepts yep. very easily mm. through a relatable story. Yeah. Imagery. Yeah, I've got some um, some friends that say the only way you can preach is expository preaching. So you've got to preach <laughs> verse by verse, book by book. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, well, Jesus got it wrong then if that's the case. Because <laughs> like, he didn't do it that way. He, right. He's walking along, look at the lilies of the field, the yeah. birds of the air, the yeah. you know, the crops. Yeah. The, the sparrows. And he's the mountain, you know, there's the sea, you know, all those sorts of things. And I just love the way that, that he used creation. Yeah to actually illustrate truth in a way that yeah. people would understand. Yeah. So if Jesus was walking on the earth today, I'm not sure he'd use the same illustrations. I think he'd say, well, that's street art. Right, there. yeah. You know, or that, um, you know, COVID, you know, whatever. He'd be using the, yeah. the current things to actually communicate truth. And I guess that's the um, the gift of contextualization yeah. for a yeah. preacher, for an artist to say, how do I communicate truth to yeah. people where they're at right now yeah, for in sure. 2021? Yeah. And I think as we can rely on scriptures, on prayer, yeah. on the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. he will give us fresh analogies yeah. to communicate the same old truth yeah. in a way that connects with people really well. There's just endless inspiration. You go through the parables, mm. through Psalms. Yep. It's like, oh, my goodness, you, <laughs> there's an endless amount of inspiration. Um, so many that I've done of Psalm 23, just like, Oh my gosh, the imagery that comes out of that is just amazing. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? You know, I'll lay it out in green pastures. You, you can just think of yourself yeah. lying in green pastures and yeah. how refreshing that yeah. is. And by quiet streams yeah. and and all those sort of visuals from creation. Yeah, yeah. They spark creativity. Yeah. They bring refreshment yeah. and they speak truth to people, which yeah, exactly. is which is really cool. Well, Clinton, it's been absolutely <laughs> fascinating, mate, chatting to you and uh, this little mini series on yeah. art and mission. I hope yep. for. Um, those that are creative out there, it's been very helpful. And for those that aren't, I hope it's been helpful. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully it will inspire and spark yeah. some creativity yeah. in your life, whether you're an artist, whether yeah. you're a singer, whether you're a house parent, whether yeah, you're working sure. as an engineer, whether you are a garbo. Yeah. You know, yeah. How can you use creativity yeah. in those um, places? Well, it's funny you mentioned garbo because like, we've got one of the best. Yeah. Just the, the, his interaction with my daughter, his, just his demeanor. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. And he's been really good to her. He waves, you know, make sure he says hello to our daughter whenever she runs. Whenever she hears it coming, she's straight out the door to say hello. And yep. yeah, so. We'd love to do that, but our guy comes about six o'clock in the morning. So it's like, oh, the garbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know what he looks like because we're never out there at the time. But, but that's a great example of yeah. how someone, you can have two people doing yeah. the same job, 
but one person is just actually creative and yeah. engages with yeah. people. One person just sees it as a job. Yeah. So every one of us has the ability to be creative. And so think about that um, as you ponder these episodes. And I hope that it will inspire new creativity for you. Really appreciate you listening to the As One Leadership podcast. And if you do find it helpful and you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're listening to it on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you give us a five-star review and leave some comments. And most importantly, share the content with people you think might find it helpful because really this is done to serve the broader community and the kingdom of God. And so we want people to hear this stuff and be encouraged and inspired. So until next time, thanks a lot for tuning into the As One Leadership Podcast.